What is going on, everybody? What is going on? What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Hold Up, Hold Up, The Stoop Life and Power of Fitness Podcast. My guy, Paulie. What is going on, my dude? Yo, brother, what is going on? It's been so long. It's not like, not like we don't talk around this time, but yeah, I dog, mean, we are back yo, on the big screen. Yo, I, I got to ask you, I got to ask you this, like, the last, what, it's been like two and a half, maybe three months of me being a little bitch, yeah. it's like, oh, no, I'm good, I can't do a podcast, Sixers are on, and what happened, they failed us, now, now we're depressed, they fucking lost. we're back on, but how many people have asked you where we were in the time where we've been a out? Lot. A, lot, a lot of people. And we appreciate y'all, we appreciate y'all, so thank you guys for calling us out, saying, yo, what? Where y'all been? Why y'all not been doing podcasts? Like, what's going on? So thank y'all for calling us out. But we are back by popular demand. We are back, baby. The Stoop Life is back live in intent. Like, this is Yo, good. I mean, what, look I at this shirt, bro. Man. Look at this shirt. Look at this shirt. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got, we got the Stoop Life shirt. Remember, we told y'all we was coming with it. So we got, we got Stoop Life shirts. Uh, we got them in black and we got them in blue. If you guys want a shirt, reach out to us. They're $15 a shirt, two for $25. If you guys come on the podcast, there's a lot of people that like to ask people for discounts. I'm not giving any names out. I'm not going to disrespect any of y'all. But if you want a discount on our gear, you got to do two things. Number one, you got to come on the podcast. You got to either tell us your story or just talk about motivational stuff or talk about any sports-related stuff that you want. And you can get a discount. Otherwise, mom, my brother, y'all ain't getting no damn discounts. Like it's that simple. We, we try we trying to make a brand. So you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah, you gotta get into it to help us. But uh, you gotta earn the t shirt. You gotta earn it. Uh, you know, like just, just like remember, you gotta earn the we got any other sport. We got decals too, Paulie. We got decals too, Paulie. So we got the shirts, we got the decals. Um y'all want them, you wanna support, let us know. But I want to I want to make something very very clear to everybody, and me and Paul are both on this. If you show us support, we're not one of them people that are just going to say thank you. We're going to show you support as well. So whatever y'all got going on, if you guys have a podcast, you do. If you have a a sports group, a fitness group, whatever type of group, if you have anything going on that you're trying to do. Make sure you share that with us. Make sure you share that with the stoop. Make sure you share that in Team BKO. And we will, we will support the fuck out of you as well. Because Paul made this brand a, a community. So we're a community. We support each other. And we fully we follow that no matter what. If we, if we don't like you, then we make it pretty clear. But I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of people I don't like. So y'all are doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like I, I tell people how it is because I want people to tell me how it is. So that's how we are. Give respect. Get respect. Show support, get support. There's no, there's no one way street here. We're two way street here. So thank you guys for the support. But again, if you have something, let us know, and we will show you support as well. Now, Paul, I want to remind everybody as well. Right now, we're on Facebook. We're on, we're on the Stoop Life Facebook group. Make sure you follow us in the group. Make sure you follow the the fitness group as well. So we got, we got the Stoop Life right here. And then we got we got BKO. So we got sports, and then we got fitness. We got two groups for them, Team BKO and The Stoop Life. If you're on Facebook, make sure you follow them all. We got a great community going because we got great people in it. But it, this is the last one. 
All the other episodes we're doing are going to be on YouTube. We'll drop the YouTube link in this video on our page. Follow us on YouTube. And all the podcasts are recorded by audio. We're on Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast app you listen to, we're on. So check us for The Stoop Life or BKO, Power of Fitness. We got a lot of stuff coming. And like I said, no more being bitches. We got a lot of content coming with you. Now, Paul, what did I tell you? I wanted to switch some things up, right? Like, So... What what are we doing tonight? Like what what's tonight's episode going to be about? This this one this one's near and dear. This is a long time coming. Too a little long, a little over, a little. You know, I had to get I had to get I had to get back to my old self so we could even talk about it. It's perfect. It's perfect timing. I mean, listen, this is the story of Mister BKO himself, the rise of BKO. Yo, the thing is, uh, you know, I hope you guys are right. You know, like, yeah, it ain't like my story. My, Ain't like my story, you know. You know, like, thing is, guys, like, uh, uh, communities and people are, are all, you know, people have stories. People have things of why, why they did certain things, where they were, and where they're going. Now, I want to remind everybody that this is going to be called the rise of Mr. BKO because my nickname is Mr. BKO. I made the Mr. part, but the BKO is my nickname, so I'm Mr. BKO. Yeah. But the rise, it's a continued journey. There's a lot of you out there that when you go through your life, when you go through your fitness journey, your, your business journey, your family, your life, you forget that you're still going. Like if you have something to complain about, something to bitch about, you have something that you can fix and make better. So you're always still going. So if anybody ever tells you success in life or anything is linear, they have never succeeded in anything they've done. Because I fail every fucking day. But I keep we keep going, and that's what it's about. It's a rise and a fall, because if you don't have a fall, then you're never gonna have a rise. And it's as simple you're as that. It's like Rocky, bro. You got you get knocked down seven times. You gotta get up eight, and that that's how life is. That's how my life has been. That's how your life has been. Yeah. And it, you know, like I honestly like it that way. I'm not gonna lie to you, Paul. If my yeah. life was linear oh, yeah. and everything was going good. I really don't feel like I'd put effort into a lot of things that I do. Yeah. Like I do. Like I, don't know, I see, I see people out there that they succeed from their parents giving them money, or that even if they hit the lottery or something, and then like they don't understand Uh-oh. things in life. You know, like uh, like think sure about it. like think about it. if you hit. The, no, I'm not talking about people that their parents give them things. There's a lot of people out there like rich people that you see on social media, stuff like that as well. They got no morals. They got no character. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to do certain things. No I don't want to be like that. Like I I understand those things. You understand those things because we've been through a lot of shit, you know, and so a lot of, a lot of people complain about their lives when in reality some people they got way worse. They got it way worse, you know, and you got to look at it that way like what can I do to be better? Not why me. So I mean, that's just my, my beginning thoughts. So Paul I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take the stage. You, you, I'm I'm your interview today, so I'm your interview. That's what you started I, I'm soup just life the with. I'm the interviewer, brother. Really? Yes, the sir. Is yours. I'm just here. To, I'm your hype man. I'm flavor flavor right now. Where's the change? Of, of <laughs> I'm flavor flavor. Yeah, boy. I'm just here to hype you up a little bit. Support my brother. Now, let's get right to this, though, Bobby. I, I know where you're from. I'm pretty sure people think you're from like Muscle Beach or some shit. <laughs> Yo, or, or fucking mean, or, or Fresno or Fresno or something. But tell these people where you're from. Yo, I, I mean, where are you from? Yo, I swear, <laughs> like 
just because I'm jacked, sexy, and tan, it, it don't mean nothing, That's right, bro. bro. You tell him. <laughs> Yo, it's, right, it's like when I listen to Andy Priscilla and he talks about it, he goes, I'm 280 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. And I'm like, that's my man right there. I like it. Yo, every time he says it, I'm like, damn right. And like, you can't be cocky about it. Like, you got to work for it. Like, you know, uh, but nah, Paul, I'm I'm from right here in town. Norristown, PA. Grew up in East Narn to be exact. Uh, most of you are from this town. You know where Woody's Golf Course was? I grew up right across the street from there and I live... Yeah. 15 minutes down the road, not even like five minutes down the street from there now. So, yeah, I left for a little bit, but I'm still in Norristown, PA. I still got my friends here in Norristown, PA, in the area, Plymouth, all that area. Most of you know Philadelphia, King of Prussia. So, we're just going to go Philadelphia. We are from Philadelphia. That's where I'm from. Yeah, that's the, everywhere we go, everywhere we go, it's if I say Norristown, I look at it, it's like, wait, yeah. Philadelphia? Yeah, let's go with it. It's Whatever. funny, like even even when I like lived in Florida, I, I would always have people they would laugh like, "Where are you from?" Oh, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm yeah. like, "Where where in Philadelphia?" And they'd be like, "Oh, Newtown." I'm like, "I know Newtown. It's not Philadelphia, but I know where you're talking." It's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm from King of Prussia area, Norristown." They're like, "Oh wow, like you do know?" I'm like, "Yeah, I get it. I know the slang. Like Philadelphia, it gets a lot of bad rep, but like, hey, it comes with a lot of good nah, qualities too. You know, people We're always said like." Oh man, like uh, why would you go back there? And it's like, I don't know. Like, I lived in Florida. I lived in Clearwater Beach for what four or five years, and I loved it down there. It was beautiful. I met a lot of great people down there. Uh, I still keep in contact with a lot of them. But I came home because like it's different. Like the people up here are different, man. Like even if you only have four or five people that you connect with that you know, like they're just more genuine than a hundred of them down there. Yes. And I'm not knocking my friends down there because my friends that I have, they're like up home people. And most most of them are from up north. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know. It's just that you get different vibes with people up here. So, I mean, it, it, we get bad reps in Philly because of the sports fans. But, uh, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of really good people up here. And uh, if you follow us in Stoop or BKO, you, you see that. There's a, there's a lot of good people up here. See, another thing is, like, people don't realize when you're in Clearwater, it's a melting pot. Yeah, it's, it's not like, you know, when you go to Philly or you're in this area, it's, it's passion of sports, this and that, like, we're passionate. It's a melting pot down there of retirees. Exactly. So, and like, like, people don't understand, people understand. like, people want to bash you, oh, like, you watch sports all the time, this or that, like, a lot of people grew up, like, sports was, like, how they bonded with their family members. Like, that yeah. that's part of how I grew up. Like, I remember sitting here with my dad watching games, taking stats, like, he was doing Stratomatic baseball, like, and I wanted to relate that to MLB. <laughs> I didn't even like watching MLB, but I'd watch it because, you know, he liked watching it or boxing. I grew into boxing. A lot of people, especially in the Philadelphia area, Absolutely. we're huge on sports. So when you go to other cities, like especially yeah. like Tampa, Clearwater, yeah, Tampa Bay Rays are pretty good. It's a fake fan base. You know, they're not they're not always yeah. like they don't understand it. It's it's like it's a culture. And that culture is yeah, not just culture. about sports. It's about everything. It's about, like, your lifestyle. And that's how it is down there, bro. It's, like, up here, like, when people commit to things, they commit to them. Like, even if, they, yeah, even if they're assholes about certain things, most people yeah. commit to something. <laughs> down there, they half-ass literally everything they do. Hell, you go to the grocery store, it's going to take you two hours to, to check out because they're doing shit so slow. And it's like... Why you guys asking why I'm buying stuff all the time? Just like give me my shit, you know, so, like that type of culture. Like I like that fast pace up here. Like yeah. down 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 south, it was so slow, 
and you know me, like I'm like, yo, let's go, like get yeah. this shit done. He don't, he don't sit down, yo. No, sit down. like it's. I don't know, man. It's it's just part of who I am. Like you got to keep mo- going. You got to keep going. Like I go. I mean, if you don't burn calories, just listen, <laughs> if you don't burn calories sitting next to Bobby. There's something wrong with you. Like I, I sit next to him, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna pump in now. Like I mean, you got to pump. You got to pump. It is. We went to a birthday dinner for Craig. I know you got to pump in sitting next to me because like, yo, everybody else is getting a drink, and you're like, yo, this motherfucker's really not gonna eat the damn bread. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You got pump right there. That's discipline. That's discipline. But that leads me into this since we're talking about discipline. Explain your upbringing to these lovely people. I mean, how's town? Like, how's town to you? I mean, I I was uprosed by my parents were assholes. Not gonna lie. Now I'm just fucking around, bro. Yo, mom, I'm I'm just joking. I love you. This Rachel, that's that's your son now. Yo, no, for real. Uh, I got nothing bad to say about my mom, my dad. I got not. I got nothing like. You know, when you're growing up, you know this, like, a lot of people, you look at your friends, you see their parents, you're like, wow, like, I wish they'd do that. The little things your parents do for you growing up, you don't realize until you're older. Yeah. And uh, they did a lot of little things for me, especially I was a little, a little shit back then, you know, I was a little shit. <laughs> I mean, you see how I am now, imagine that with, like, no care, a little kid, like, I mean, I threw, I threw snowballs at cars, I, I did shit like that, like, I mean, I didn't do nothing bad, so, like. You know, they, they, my upbringing was great. You know, uh, I was close to both my parents. Me and my brother, we're still close to this day, which, like, I know a lot of people. Like, me and my brother work together right now. Like, most people I know, they cannot work with their family members because they fight each other. Like, we grew up to respect each other and listen to each other when in certain situations. Yeah. So, for example, like, if we work together, he's the boss, I'm going to listen. I'm going to tell him when something's going wrong, but politely. At the gym? Nah, you take that disrespect out of here. But, like, it's all love. It's all respect. So, I mean, I grew up. I got to teach. You got to treat people with respect, even if they disrespect you. Because, like, a lot of people disrespect you, and they don't actually mean it. That's something people don't understand. Like, a lot of people are going through a lot of shit that you don't know about. So, like, a lot of times in my life, I was going through a lot of shit. And I I would go out. You know, we'd get drunk, and I I would react bad. And my friends would understand why I was acting like that. But it started making me, as I got older, and I realized they taught me that, like, you know, people people are going through things that you don't know about. Yeah. And they do and they say certain things. So you got you to take certain things with a grain, grain of salt of what people do sure. unless they repeatedly do it. So I, I learned that from them. Uh, I mean, I honestly wouldn't be who I am or where I'm at without either of my parents right now. So... Um, I mean, I got lucky. I got lucky because I know, I know a lot of my friends out there that have you know a tough childhood with parents and stuff like that. And I'm lucky that I wasn't one of those people. So they were they raised me right. I'd like to think they raised me right at least. You know, I have my days. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I go to war with you, so they were they were. Yeah, I mean, like we all have our days, but I try to I try to react, pull myself back from you know when I'm acting out or when I get upset or when I you know. When I get tired and I don't want to do things, I try to remind myself of, you know, why I do it. And a lot of that's because, like, my mom fought through a lot. Still does. Uh, you know, my dad, my dad fought through a lot. So, I mean, if they were able to, like, my pops, rest in peace. Like, if, if he was able to fight till his last breath, what the hell am I bitching about? Because I got to work an extra hour for a day to go on a damn vacation. Like, yeah, I mean, whatever, bro. Like, the little things in life I realized 
a lot of the little things in life they they uh you gotta you gotta pay attention to that. That's what a lot of people don't understand either. I, I learned to cherish the little things in my life now. Uh, took me a little longer than I wish I would have known, but I think uh, yeah. at, at this age in my life, thirty two, almost thirty three. Yeah. Uh, I think I fully, uh, I think I fully listen, grown up. <laughs> we all listen. We're never too old to learn anything, bro. Like that's, that's one thing. Like we're all, we're all still learning shit. I know a fifty-five year old that's still learning listen. If you're not, if you're not going through life, if you're not trying to learn, if you're not trying to learn, you're not trying to. You're not you, like if you're not trying to get better every day in in something. I'm not trying to like take a like, like jump across the mountain every day, get better like in that yeah. essence. But if you're not trying to go up one peg of a ladder every day in one area of your life, whether it be your personal life, your family life, fitness, business, whatever, like what, what the fuck you do that day? So like I, I mean like my dad taught me from a very young age that like you work for what you get. Like if you want Absolutely. something, like. When we played basketball, bro, like, I grew up playing basketball, and I outworked everybody. And it had nothing to do with me being better than you. It had me. I wanted to be better than I was. And I learned that at a young age. Like, And that was because my dad would, like, be like, yo, you can do better than that. Like, I, say I gave 98%. He'd know. He would know. Like, my pops would know. And, like, sometimes, sometimes you look at it, and you're like, yo, like, why is this guy being an asshole? But then, like, you start realizing, like, as you get older, it ingrained. It, it, like, you see it. Like, me right now. Like, I give 110% on every single thing I do. It don't matter. You know, like, yeah. and I do that because of when I, how I was taught when I was a kid on things. And some people might think it's crazy, but I think it's crazy to not do that. Like, if, if, if you're going through life and you're not giving 100%, like... I'm not saying every day because some days you're sick, some days you're really tired. Absolutely. But if you don't give 100 percent of what you have that day, like each yeah. day is different, then it's, it, you, you might as well just lay in bed all day and cry because you're playing the victim card. Because we, all, you know, you get what you get, bro. Like you want to be in shape, it, it, you got to work for it in the gym, outside of the gym. If you want to have a better mindset, you gotta you gotta tell yourself that, and you gotta surround yourself with people. So, you just gotta be better. Yeah, I think uh, without like my parents doing that in their lives, I don't think I would have done it in mine. I wouldn't have learned it in my life. So, you know, uh, every day, every day, try to be better and learn that from there. Right there. there we go. All right, so let's shift it over to a little something funny. What sports did you grow? Did you play growing up? Like, what were you, what were your go tos? And and please and tell them who inspired you to play sports as well. <clears throat> All right, so uh, as a kid, like. I started, I, we played soccer. They wouldn't let me play football, which was bullshit because I would have wrecked some people. Just saying, just saying, they know that. Mom, you know that. They didn't let me wrestle. I would have wrecked some motherfuckers. They didn't let me fucking go actually competitive box. My, so my dad was a gold glove boxer, and he knows what it did to him, you know, training-wise, getting hit in the head and shit. They didn't want me to do that. So I, I understand that. Um, but yo, like... My nickname's Bobby Knockout for a reason, so I wish I would have done those. Um, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I get it. I'm, I don't have a fucked up brain. Well, in that sense, it's fucked up, but in a different way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to so, better sometimes. Yeah, I know it's for Yeah, you know how it is. Uh, yeah, so I played. I played soccer um, when I was when I was. No one really inspired me to play soccer. I was kind of forced to, I guess. You know, I guess I, I wasn't inspired to play it. I didn't play. I didn't play it that long. We went into middle school. I played it. 
I was like one of the best players on the team. But I was like, this is dumb. I'm just running back and forth. This like I don't like this. Like I, I like I like hitting people. So I used to try and run people over when I had the ball and all. Yeah. Um my one cousin was really good at soccer, so I was like, All right, that's your sport. I'm out. Um, yeah, you got it, brother. Really. That just wasn't for me. Uh, I played baseball. My dad, my dad got me in baseball. I liked playing baseball when I was young. Uh, so this, this is kind of a little bit bigger story here. But when I was young, my pops inspired me to play, and my brother. You know, my brother was older than me, so he played baseball and he loved baseball. I mean, he went to college for baseball, so he loved it. Like he was, that was his sport. Um, so like when we were younger, I always wanted to play baseball so I could play with him. Be with my dad because my dad was always the coach. Uh, so, like, Little League, T-ball, fun. Loved it. I, I used to hit home runs. They didn't let me bat anymore. <laughs> uh, no, but then when we got into, like, you know, like, Little League, actual pitching, I just, like, I used to play with a lot of my friends. So, I think I was inspired because East Arn and West Arn, we were two districts. Yeah. I was inspired to dominate the other district, like, I made sure, like, any time we played the, the West Iron team or the Norristown team, I was like, yo, I have to pitch because I'm going to strike these dudes out and I'm going to beat – I'm going to peg that motherfucker. I'm like, I don't like oh, him. Shit. He's the only one that can hit me, so I'm going to hit him. You know, like, I'm going I'm to take it out of their hands. They ain't going to beat me. So, you know, I got inspired by uh, the competition to play baseball, to be honest with you. Um, and I think that's good. Yeah, that's, that's always a hell of a way. Yeah, I think uh, that's something that uh, society's kind of taken out of it right now, competition. Yeah. Um, women's sports, are they're more competitive than the men are right now because of how, like, Absolutely. they are. Like, you watch a women's basketball game, people brag them. They're yeah. talking shit the whole game. All game. The, the are, WNBA was getting it these last couple of nights. Exactly. So baseball is inspired by, by by competition, by, you know, my brother and my dad playing. Um, then when I got older, I kind of fell out of it because uh, I realized, like, I was good at it, but I didn't really like the sport. I was one of those people that was pretty good at every sport, but I didn't really like any sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't in love with any sport. Uh I played basketball as well. Now, basketball, I loved basketball. Like, when I was younger, because we used to travel, um, same thing there, same thing there. Like, my brother was older than me, my dad coached, so I played because it was fun. Uh, my uncle, my cousins, we all played in the Plymouth League. Uh, they were fun, same thing. Like, I wanted to beat the shit out of the other kids. Like, I wanted to be better than them. I wanted my team to win. Uh I guess I was kind of like trying to be like a LeBron. Like I'd have to dominate, but I want my teammates to be involved until like, I guess the Jordan essence when I realized like they suck, I'm going to take over. Uh, yes, yeah, so I play, I play basketball, baseball, soccer. And that's about it. That's about it. I played um, competitively at least. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hey, there's something though, brother. So, so let's get a little fun now, right? Who are your favorite sports growing up? I mean, your favorite athletes growing up. My favorite athletes growing up. If you want to break it down into the four major and, of course, you know, MMA and boxing. So it's kind of tough, like, growing up as, like, a a young – Are you talking about a young kid or, like, 15 on or or still? (laughs) Like, who are my favorite athletes still? Because they probably were back then. Always say look back at your first loves. All right, so you're going to laugh. My first favorite player was Alex Rodriguez. I loved him. It was 2001, I think it was, when he came up, 2001 or 2002, because it was the year after they went to that, that year. The Phoenix, right? Yeah, so he he came up, and I have, I love, like, he was my man. Like, he played baseball. I was still playing baseball. I was, like, the best in my league. Like, we were moving up. 
Uh, A-Rod, man, he influenced me. Like, I was a young one. I played like A-Rod. Griffey, you know, everybody loved Griffey, bro. But I wasn't a lefty. I, hats didn't fit my head. My head was too small. I had a little peanut head. So I couldn't do the Griffey back. Uh, yeah, now I can do it. Now I can do it. But I got a kid's hat on right now. I got a kid's hat on. You got a kid's hat on. <laughs> got a kid's hat on. <laughs> I'm serious. I think it's a kid's menial. For real. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got a tiny head, bro. Big brain, tiny head. Don't get me fucked up. Uh, yeah, so I, definitely A-Rod, definitely Griffey. Uh, ba- Basketball-wise, it was tough because, like, basketball-wise, I love Kevin Garnett. Uh, and mainly because, like, my my uh, mom's main name and her family is Gar- their name Garnett. Garnett and I like the way he played. He was on the Minnesota days back then. So, like, I grew up, I was like, yo, I love this dude. It's, like, he's fierce. He plays like me. So, like, when I played basketball, I used to try to be like KG and just, like, get off. I was a hype guy. Uh, I used to like Chris Paul back in the day, too, like, when we were growing up, um, when he was on New Orleans. Uh, Barrett Davis, he's one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. I think he was actually the mm-hmm. first basketball jersey I got. I had his uh, his uh, yeah. jersey, the uh, the Hornets, the the like the oh, the nice. green, the green blue, whatever color it is. I still yeah. have that jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's hard. I like that. I mean, back then too, like that's when we used to play like the the, the video games. So I used to love like uh, Peter Forsberg and Joe Sackick for play for Colorado, Ooh. like the the hockey. I love that dude. I, that whole Colorado team, I like they were my yeah. favorite. Like I used to love them. Like I can still name. Not beat them on any show. Un- unbeatable. Yeah, they yeah. got Peter Foot. You remember Peter Foot? Like that was my yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, they were good. And then like as I start getting a little bit older, start start watching like competitive, like like boxing yeah. and MMA. Um, I, I used to love fucking Paul Williams, man. Like he, he, he's probably like, a, what was that like ten years ago? So I was a little, a little older then. But Miguel, when he got uh, yeah, Paul Williams. I used to love him boxing. I used to love. Uh, everybody used to say I always looked like Miguel Cotto. So Miguel Cotto was my guy. He's, he's probably he, he's in my top five still favorite athletes ever. Miguel Cotto. He was he was good. Uh, other than that, like trying to think of other sports, like I mean Tony Hawk, the video game. Like I said, everybody liked Tony Hawk, but I didn't like him. I liked the dude that had the duck skateboard, buddy, whatever his name was, buddy. Oh, yeah, he was vicious. Well, I don't remember his last name. Lasky, buddy Lasky. Have buddy yeah, Lasky. Uh, yeah, because the tech decks, we had the tech decks and all that. So like, like it's crazy if you look it back, like when we were kids to now, like we had all, like all that stuff, like. Wrestling, bro. My favorite athletes were all wrestlers. I like The Rock, Stone Cold, Kane, Eddie Guerrero. You name them. Anyone y'all know? Booker T, Five Time. Like, I used to love them, bro. We used to we used to uh, act like them all the time. You know, I think it was different. I agree that that era of wrestling was like those were the top notch athletes of their time. They were, dude, and like. I love so, that. Like, t- that says a lot right there. Yeah, and, th- and th- then people like create a lot of influence on our generation because, yeah, it wasn't real. Like, you get it, it wasn't real, but like, <sighs> you know, but like a lot of those guys did a lot of things outside of the ring. And as we got older, we started seeing what they were doing. So you're like, damn, I like that guy in the ring. And now you got like Stone Cold's doing a lot of stuff outside. You see, you know, Eddie Guerrero, what he was doing, rest his soul. Uh, even The Rock still around. Yeah. I mean, guys huh. like that. Like, the the biggest. Yeah, we had we had a lot of solid inspirational athletes growing up. Like, yeah, I mean, Allen Iverson. Like, I mean, he's from Philly. Like, look, look, I mean, if he wasn't your favorite athlete and you're from Philly, something's wrong with you as a kid. Like, 
Come on. Yeah, especially if you were short, AI was AI was our guy, man. Like anyone, like I mean, AI shit. was that boy. People loved the Kembe Mutombo too when he was in Philly. I mean, I'm just saying, like it, it yeah. it's different. Like it's different. Like growing up. So I got I got a long list of uh, athletes that I, I like, but I dig it. Yeah, dig they're, it. they're my favorites right there. Now, now, this is where it's the sim- little simpler for you. Who are your teams? All right, so uh, oh, hey, you can break it down like this: your teams now, your teams growing up. You can do that right, if you so want to, but it, it, it's pretty. It, no, it's pretty simple. Like you can ask anyone I have. You can see some of the, the clothes I have. Uh, I was never a huge huge hockey fan. Never, I never was because I never played it. Um, Absolutely, it just wasn't like I don't know. It's tough to watch, uh, but I used to like Colorado. The Avalanche were my squad. NHL, we used yeah. Colorado. I didn't like anybody else. I like the Flyers, obviously, um, yeah. but I like Colorado. That was my team. Uh, they're different conferences anyway, so it didn't matter as a kid. But like, if I had to choose one, it was going to be the Flyers. Yeah. But Colorado was my yeah. team in football. I love the Eagles, always loved the Eagles, but I was Denver Broncos. I used to love Denver Broncos. And this is before Peyton Manning. Like, I, I wasn't even a Peyton Manning fan. He's unbelievably good, top three ever. If you say he's not, you're an idiot. Uh, but, yeah, Denver, I'm not a big fan on Denver anymore just because, like, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, it's like I'm more like as I get older, it's like Eagles, Eagles. This is that one team. This is one team for me. Even when they suck, it's like I don't watch football. You know, like, you're gonna learn that with Green Bay. <laughs> no, probably not. Y'all, y'all, your organization. Now nah, your organization's very well round up. But Denver, I like the Broncos. I always like the Chargers too because I like their colors and LT. They had Ladanian Tomlinson. So, Ladanian Tomlinson. Like, I like I like the Chargers more now than I do the Broncos because uh, they still have the jerseys and all that. Yeah. Um, baseball was. Always the Phillies, and believe it or not, Seattle Mariners. I mean, I just talked about it, but I used to, uh, I can see, you know, I can see why the kids, growing up that year, you know, show. I could just name their whole roster, you know, like Tino Martinez, Edgar yeah, Martinez, Martinez Randy Johnson, Jamie Moyer, Ichiro, A-Rod, you know, that <laughs> squad, Raul Banez, bro, like that, everybody, like that was my squad Raul back then. Banez. I still follow them. I still like them. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, you need to step your shit up right now. Dude is striking out. They got, I don't know what he's doing, bro. He has the highest strikeout rate with runners on scoring position. Like, what's this guy doing? Like, come on, Julio. But, yeah, anyway, there. Uh, soccer, I still like soccer. I love Manchester United. That's my squad. Uh, mainly, it's mainly because, like, I think they were in Eurotrip and the Manchester United yeah. guy. And then, uh, That's true. Yeah, so, like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm like yo, I don't like these guys. And I always whoop Craig's ass in uh, FIFA with them to this date. With Manchester United, uh, Craig, if you're listening right now, I'll bust your ass right now. Ten nothing. I don't want that smoke, I, mean, I don't want that smoke from y'all that actually played the game because I'm not good. It's just one game I get, I get in Craig's head, so we play it. Uh, FIFA, FIFA soccer game funny shit though. Like it's fun. It's, yo, the competitive, yeah, the competitiveness. Yeah, of but the, like in general, nasty. in general, I don't have a favorite. Uh, I don't have a favorite, but my favorite Sorry, wrestling was definitely, I was definitely Team SmackDown. Definitely was Team SmackDown. I mean, yeah. I agree. I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and uh, my teams now are all just Philadelphia teams, like Philly. Four for four, man. Four for four. Got to rock it four for four, you know? It's a love-hate relationship. I mean, I'm not going to root for yeah. other teams. Like, they're out right now. I love Jimmy Butler, but I'm not rooting for, like, I don't really care. 
can't do that. I mean, it, it, can't do that. Phillies are getting together. Like, so. like we were just talking about the other day. It's like, oh, Philly fans, who are you rooting for now? And I was like, I mean, like if Jimmy Butler wins, the Sixers yeah. look bad. If Denver wins, the Sixers look bad. I'm like, I don't really care. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, fuck them up, Ty. <laughs> but yeah, Philly, Philly team, right, baby. No, never. I was never a fan of Tampa. Let's put it that way. When I lived there, I used to go to all the games. Never a fan. Never a fan of them. Tell them, please tell these people how fair weather they can be though in Tampa. The half the people that were in Tampa would never know they had a football team if Tom Brady didn't go there. Straight up, like we used to go to the games because we would get Miller Lite Suite tickets, and there'd be nobody there, and they'd be playing like MVP Mahomes, and no one would go. And like, what are you doing? Like it doesn't because they sucked. But it's like Detroit sucked, Cleveland sucked. The fans still go, but it's it's just like basically like. You got implants. You got a lot of people from Pittsburgh, New York, Minnesota, so nobody really likes Yeah, what's Tyrese? Yeah, we it's, it's always going to be that way. It, it wasn't for the last three years because Brady was there. They were all Tampa fans. But it's ain't no, ain't no real fans down there. Don't, the only real Tampa Bay fans are hockey. Their Lightning fans are phenomenal. They are real fans. That's it. I heard that that is a hell of a – I heard that stadium is pretty nice. Second best stadium I've ever been in all of sports. I heard it's, it's Liddy. The first, Very Liddy. The, the best stadium is Vegas Knights, T-Mobile Arena that I just went to uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. That stadium's immaculate. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But next up, baby. <laughs> next up. What do you got? Come on. You say you had questions. Let's go. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> so now I'm going to flip it a little bit. This is right. – now we're going to talk about Mr. BKO himself, like the current – what made you go from sports and jump your ass right into fitness? Like, what inspired you to get into fitness so hard? Like, what was that turning point where, like, I got to get to the gym? Break I mean, down. so growing up, I always worked out. I always liked to, you know, get a pump on for, like, just like, it felt good. Like, it always felt good. Like, you can't sit here and tell me if you get a workout in, it feels bad. Like, you've never had a bad workout, even if it was a bad workout. It's never bad. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, it, shout out to Uncle Bruce. Uh, me and him are very similar in good ways and bad ways. <laughs> uh, but he, when I was younger, I did sports, and he also power lifted. Like, they, all, they used to call him Vin Diesel. He looked like Vin Diesel from Pitch Black. Man was a beast. He's a little bitch now, but. <laughs> uncle Bruce is still yoked. He's still yoked. Yeah, so. Uh, I used, to, I used to like seeing like work out, seeing what he was doing. I'd work out, get into fitness when I was young. My basement, we used to have – I used to have a whole set, bro. I had a, a machine that had the fly, the row, the leg machine. I had a bench. I used to find plates. Like now you find them on Facebook. But back back in, uh, you know, 2000s, like early 2000s, you used to see people selling them at a garage sale for like cheap as dirt. So I had – bro, I had weights on weights. Like I had, I had a barbell I could put it on like 400 pounds. Which I never did. Um, I'm saying I was capable of doing that. Uh, I had I had every dumbbell like five pounds, ten pounds, like multiple ones of them. Um, I had everything, so I was always into fitness. Like I was always into fitness, but I always kind of just did it to do it. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like understanding of what I was doing. I used to work out, not train. I made a post about that on Instagram. Like, there's a difference. Like, most people, they go and they work out. They go through the motions. But now I train. I focus on certain things to get better. Like, all right, dude, like, my tricep, like, this part of my tricep needs to grow. So I focus on exercise for that. I don't just keep doing what I'm doing. It's not working. Uh, So transition was always there. You know, I always liked 
to fitness. Um, what made me go from sports to fitness was because my dad always trained people. You know, he's always coaching. He was, uh, man, I'm all, basically my, his whole life coach, whole life. Coach kids. I realized, like, I don't really want to coach sports because it's kind of, you got to go out of your way to do a lot of things. It's, you know. I, I do want to do that, but I was like, fitness is like something that I can get into, that I can teach myself because I already know the majority of it, and then I can learn from the old heads that are at the gyms. I can learn from my uncle, and I can learn things, and I like it. I already like it. I can find people that need help and like that because, like I said, my dad always helped people, so it was just a very easy way for me to transition into helping people. Um, not going to lie. But what actually got me into starting the fitness company, what actually got me into training people was Andy Frisella, First Form MSCEO Project. I came across it one day on Instagram. I made an Instagram account. And I was doing all this bullshit, you know, posts about fitness, this and that. And you start, you know, when you first get on Instagram, you start looking for hashtag, you know, yeah, fitness, like fit chick, fitness workouts. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you see someone pop up. I'm like, damn, like this chick's smoking hot. Who the hell is she repping for? And I don't remember the exact person it was, but it's uh one of the, one of their one of their reps. It was like five years ago. Uh, so I followed her, and I was like, first form, never heard of it. So I like clicked on their website and like searched for them and Andy Frisella, the MFCEO project came up and it was a podcast. Never listened to podcasts back then, ever. I started listening to this podcast and I was like, this dude's talking a bunch of shit. And I was like, he's talking to me. I'm like, he's calling me a bitch. And he's right. I'm like, he's right, bro. Like, wow. And it was basically a self-development business podcast, which I was like, your life, you are the CEO of your own life. And I was like, wow, this guy's really good. I, I got kept listening to it, kept listening to it, kept listening to it. And then eventually it was probably like a couple months into listening to him. And I, I was like, I need to check out his actual supplement. I need to check out the supplement company. Because yeah. I was like, yo, I hate supplement companies. GNC sucks, blah, blah, blah. They do. Like, when I applied for him, I got a call from a guy, bro. So I got a call from uh, Aaron Summers. Shout out Aaron. He's one of the directors at First Form. Back then, they used to call and do interviews with every single one of their legionnaires that popped in. Because it was the, it was the first year they were doing it. Right, so I was like one of the first people to actually apply to them, like to, to, to join their company to learn about their supplements and learn. And I thought, yo, I'm just gonna sell some supplements and make money, right? That's what most of them do. Nah, bro, like these people interviewed me. They didn't ask me a single thing about like fitness. They asked me about me. They're talking to me about me. They're basically getting. I thought it was weird, and then I was like, that was pretty cool, but like I don't understand like what just happened. You know what I mean? The next day, I got an email like, hey, we need to set up. You need to talk to another manager about, like, getting in the first form. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was fucking Andy Frisella, bro. I had a fucking a Zoom call with Aaron and Andy. I was like, holy fucking shit. I'm, I, like, I couldn't even talk. Like, I, like, believe it or not, guys, like, I wasn't good on camera back then. I did not want to talk on camera. I didn't have a podcast. I wouldn't even do a video on my Facebook. So like I was like, yo, what the fuck? And the shit he said to me about what he wanted to do was basically like, listen, we're not going to teach you how to sell supplements. We're going to teach you how to help people. And I was like, I'm with it. So 
when I started working with them, I started like learning from first form. That's what transitioned me into uh, helping people in fitness because it was like, wow, like these guys are teaching me a lot of stuff that I don't know. And I know a lot of stuff about fitness, but I don't. Um, so they started teaching me about like how your body actually works with, 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 with supplements, without supplements, all this type of stuff. And I started realizing, like, wow, like, I want to help people the way they're helping me. So I was like, yo, let's do it. And that's when we started the podcast. That's when I started doing the fitness stuff. And I owe it all to my dad ingraining that into me when I was a kid. And then finding the MFCEO project, which absolutely changed my life. Like, back then, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a direction. I didn't have what I didn't feel like I had a purpose in my life. When I found him. I'm telling you guys, like, I tell people all the time, he changes it. It's a real AF podcast. But when I share these podcast episodes with people, when I share them on my story, I'm not just sharing them because I'm trying to get Andy Fusella to like my shit. Because he will sometimes, and I don't care about that. Like, these shits help me, so I want them to help you. Because if it wasn't for First Form, bro, I don't know where I honestly don't know why I'd be doing right now. This leads me to my next question. What has fitness done for you? It changed my life, bro. Like, for real. Like, it has. Uh, you know, I, I don't compete competitively. A lot of people do. Yeah. And that's good for them. But fit, fitness is like life. You go into every single workout and you want to give it your all. You want to get better. Sometimes, sometimes you ain't going to have a good workout. You're just not, not going to have it. You know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes into the gym. His, his workouts aren't always great. You know, so it's a learning process. So you... Fit, what fitness has taught me is that, like... In order for you to grow, you got to focus on the right thing. So, like, it ingrained in me work work ethic, dedication, commitment, following a plan. All that stuff correlates to life. Like, without it, you're just going in different directions. You're never you're never going in the, towards the direction you want to go to. So, like, I always love people. Why do you work out so much? Why do you do this? Because I know if I don't work out. Not not necessarily every day, but if I don't work out like a lot, yeah. it fucks with my brain. And when it starts fucking yeah, with my it mentality, throws you off. it throws you off. It's, like, it's your routine. It's something. It's, exactly. It's like coping. Like a month ago, about yeah, a little over a month ago, I, I was miserable. I was talking yeah. shit that like I didn't even believe. I was just saying shit because I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm a little bitch. Like, I'm fat. I'm lazy. I'm, I'm not going nowhere in life, and I wasn't working out. And you know, you, I said some of that shit. Guys, we weren't even on the podcast for three months. Part of that was the reason yeah. because, like, I was in a funk. And, I, you know, yeah. like, we getting that, we getting that. But if it wasn't for fitness, I wouldn't understand to pull myself. I wouldn't be able to pull myself out. Of it. And, like, it, it taught me to have the mental fortitude to, like I said, you're going to have bad days. But yeah. to get out of them. To not allow yourself to maintain, like it might sound like two months in a funk is a lot, but like it's really not. Like people are going through twenty five years of their lives right now in that funk, and the simple thing I tell them is, go to the gym, go work out. Like forty five minutes a day, it clears your brain up and you function better. So right now I'm on day seven, sixteen of seventy five hard. And I feel like a completely different person. My work ethic's better. My energy's better. I'm better with people. I'm I'm better at helping people. I'm better at helping myself. We're back on the podcast grind. We got the t-shirt grind. A lot. 
Like 45 minutes a day, bro. That's all it takes for you to be better at every area of your life. So it's like for all of you people that knock me. in a day, remember that. Exactly, bro. Like it, it, it teaches me to have a dedication and a purpose in everything. So, I mean, yeah. so some people don't understand what I mean by that. Some people don't. Um, I'm not telling you to go out and work out every single day, but get a, get a, get a walk in every day. Like get a, get a, do something, move every day, do something physically fit. Cause the more you do those, like if you go out and you walk 10,000 steps in a day, every day for a month, you're going to feel really good about yourself. If you only walked a thousand steps a day for the previous month, you're going to feel amazing. And you're going to, when you feel amazing, because of that little 10,000 10, steps, you're going to be better at work, which might lead to a raise. You're going to be better in your relationship, which, which might might lead to a you know, better relationship. You're going to be a better communicator because, like, if you, the gym teaches you accountability. And that's what motherfuckers don't have. Like, I will look at myself in my mirror right now and tell myself every single thing I failed at today, yesterday, everything. People don't have that. Yeah. So I do, bro. So I mean, accountability is the biggest thing I take out of the gym. All right, all right. That's more than exactly what I want to hear. Um, tell the people, tell the people, right? Where did B- BKO come from? Break it down. What is BKO? I went. This is. I know what it means. See, but I need these people to like. We got. We got the full this, story, or just like the gist. No, bro. I was thinking about that. I'll go. I'll condense it. I can condense it. All right. So, like I said, guys, nobody is perfect. We all have good times. We all have bad times. So, I was going through some bad times. My pops was sick, um, real bad uh, at the time. And I used to go out and we used to drink. When I had my days, like I knew, like I was free. Like I had stuff. So, I I, like it, it. It's like you know when people drink. And they're happy, and they're happy. They're happy. But if you got something deep inside that you're not fucking letting out, that you're not talking to people about, when you end up getting to the drunk part, that shit's in your mind, and you're just an asshole. That was me. So I didn't want to tell people how I felt about anything. I didn't want to talk about my feelings. Nothing. There was the people that knew, and like I wouldn't talk to them about, it, even though they knew. Like Craig knew everything that was going on with me. Nate knew everything that was going on with me. Louis knew everything. I didn't want to talk to him though. I'd just be like, you know the deal. But then we go out, we get drunk, you kick you're having a good time and then shit would switch so anyway we're up we're up at a college we're at bloomsburg university new year's eve this is actually not one of those moments i was actually not angry at this time but i was like y'all i'll gladly beat the shit out of somebody like i'm like yo let's go but in reality i know it's probably not a good idea you know like i don't want to get in trouble though or i'm I'm type person where like i know i let my judge i think my dad always said think before you act so that was in the back of my mind. I always thought of that. So anyway, we're at Bloomsburg University, New Year's Eve. Long story short, my buddy is uh, very drunk. He's yelling at a tree. He thought the neighbor next door was yelling at him. He went over, started a fight. We broke it up. I went over, broke it up. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yo, like, we're, we apologize. We go back inside. You know, we're all scattered around the house. This guy, this guy goes out the back door, jumps over a fence, bangs on the dude's door. Dude comes out. They start scrapping again, bro. 
So I go back out, break it up again. Everybody goes back inside. I walk back over. Everybody's inside. I go back outside. I'm like, yo, I'm ending this shit. This dude's drunk as shit. It's in his mind that this dude was calling him a fat, fat asshole. He's trying to fight him. We can't do nothing about it. So I knock on their door and I was like, whoa, whoa. dude comes up about swimming. Like, yo, relax, bro. Like, relax. Like, my boy's drunk as shit. I'm going to leave out the parts that I told you. Because we, we don't need to talk about half of that. But third guy, like, you know, it's New Year's Eve. Like, you know, like, I look in. It was like 12 dudes. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. But, like, my buddy's real drunk. He knocks on your door. Don't answer. Real simple. They're like, all right. Shuts the door in my face. I'm like, all right, whatever. I think I solved it. You know what I mean? I was, I was drunk, but I wasn't drunk. Like, I knew everything that was going on. My buddy don't remember his shit. So anyway, this motherfucker climbs out of the window, goes back over. They open the door, full fight starts. We break it up again. I'm standing on the steps. So this is this is how I got my nickname. So I'm standing on the steps. It was it was three of them, me, and everybody's behind me. And I'm just like, yo, like my friends know at the time, like, don't fucking cut like don't. I'm not gonna hit my friends or nothing, but like you ain't getting by me. Like I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna throw you on the ground, right? So anyway, the dude's pointing at me with his finger, coming down at me, finger in my face. I'm like, bro, just don't. I'm like, listen, just go back inside. Whatever you do, don't touch me. I'm, like, I'm not trying to fight nobody. I'm like, just don't touch me. I already apologized to you three times for my drunk buddy. I told you not to open up. Just go inside. Let it go. Well, this dude keeps pointing at me, and I'm not doing shit when he's pointing at me. I'm just looking at him like, bro, like, just go inside. Just go inside. Dude starts throwing a right, a, a left hook at me, bro. Starts throwing a left. So I was like, boop, hit him with a fucking left hook, grab the shirt, throw him off their balcony. <laughs> so I threw the kid off the balcony, and he hit me. He hit me, bro. As soon as he hit me, I was like, boom, boom. Done. I was like, oh, I told him. I mean, I snapped. I went into like, yo, Hulk mode. Like, I'm like, yo, hit that kid. There was another kid coming at me. I fucking two pieced him, threw him through their door. There was another, another kid coming at me, three pieced him. He fell on the ground, like in the stairwell. Kid coming down the steps. <coughs> Fuck that dude up. As I was hitting that kid with the right hand, I see the dude. Yeah. He was so house. at this point, this I'm, is what the SWAT does. yeah. So there are four people down at this point. Uh, I, I got hit once. I told him not to hit me. Keyword is, don't hit me. You got hit. Uh, so I, there's a kid coming down the steps. I hit him. As I was hitting him with the right, I seen the kid in my my eye. He had a bat, and I just was like, bam! Quick elbow. Hit this fucking kid with the elbow, bro. I never seen anybody drop like that. He dropped. The worst thing. And he looked like he died because, like, his elbow hit, like, one of them door stoppers and his shit went, like, the opposite way. At that point, my buddy Eric was up on the on the balcony and was like, what the fuck? And he just looked at me and he's like, that dude might be dead. And I was like, oh, fuck. I got to get the fuck out of here. So I had knocked out six people. <laughs> Six of them, brother. Damn, all of them knocked out. Bobby out. I was like, yo, Bobby I'm not done. I'm not done. So I go back downstairs. I'm, you know, like, you just win a basketball game at, like, the park. You're hype. Like, I was super fucking hype. And meanwhile, like I said, it was New Year's Eve. So now the alcohol is coming out of me. Now I'm drunk. And I'm adrenaline and drunk. 
I'm down there. My buddy Vince and Ryan and Paul, they're trying to they're trying to pull me back. I'll just pick them up, throw them off, and get the fuck off me. I was like, you got blood on my Ed Hardy. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. And meanwhile, like, I was affliction. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, it was, bro, it was, I don't know why I wore it, but it was an Ed Hardy white shirt, and it was a panther. Oh, There's a panther on it, bro. <laughs> I know you remember those type of shirts. Like, all the fucking Italian motherfuckers used to wear them. So I had to be a fake Italian and wear Ed Hardy. Yeah, but I was like, yo, this shirt costs 200 bucks. I was like, the rest of y'all motherfuckers get down here. All my friends, I was like, go the fuck inside. The rest of you come down. Let's clear the house. There's a five of them left. And they're like, what the fuck? My buddy's girlfriend comes outside. Curses me out. Says, you're being a psycho. Get in here. I said, yes, man. Went right back inside like a little bitch. Girls run the world. My boys, my friends that were guys. Nah, I wasn't listening to them. The chick, though. I'm not fucking with the chick. She'll beat, she'll beat me up. Uh, yeah, so after that happened, my buddy Paul, he uh, not you, my other buddy Paul, he actually came up with a nickname, started calling me Bobby Knockout. And, uh, yeah, I was 20, I was tw just over 21 years old, so I just turned like 21. I was just drinking at the bars. Um, so, yeah, he started naming me Bobby Knockout. But, no, I did not get arrested for it because, long story short, these motherfuckers came over to our building with a gun. And they flashed it in the window. So, instead of me getting in any trouble, I left, and they got arrested for a fucking uh, weapon. weapon they were five, five of them had a felony. Five five guys got felonies. One dude was in the hospital. The kid that hit me originally, he was in the hospital yeah. for a little while. Broke his nose, shattered his fucking uh, collarbone, and he broke his like I think his ankle or something with his leg when he when I threw him off the, off the fucking. I, the other guys like the other two of them were all right, but the one dude that I said I thought died, I broke his whole fucking yeah. face. Like his face was fucked. Like his his, his uh metacarpal in his eye, his jaw, his, his orbital. Sorry, his orbital was shattered. Hey man, hey man, like they couldn't do nothing. They were like, my I love my friends to death. They're like, I don't know who the fuck that dude was. <laughs> and they're like, well, this guy pulled a gun, so it's like whatever. Like. They, they basically thought they pulled the gun first and then I whooped their ass. So, I mean, hey, I never went back up to Bluesburg though after that. You react. This is the perfect story. Uh, don't throw the first punch. Like, don't, right. like, like, I don't want to fight people, don't, bro. Don't do I'm it not, unless you have Listen, to. like, I'm one of them people, like, most people think, like, people that go to the gym, they can't work, they can't, they can't throw hands. Like, I'll, I'll gladly throw hands with people. I just don't want to. Unless I have to. Like, if you're doing something to fuck with me, or my family. Like, if you're fucking with my friends or my family, that's first. If you're fucking with me, I'm just going to laugh at you. I'll be a little bitch because I, I, don't, I don't need somebody pulling a gun out on me and none of that shit. Like, back then, like I said, they didn't pull out a gun at first, but they did after. So, I mean, ever since then, though, fucking BKO, Bobby Knockout stuck with me. My Instagram names are all Bobby Knockout. Uh yeah, so people ask me all the time. They're like, what do you fight? I said, eh, eh, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, Start, stuck, bro. It, just, it started off with a little throwing hand. You know, hey, man, I mean, I said I, it. I got a 5 but, and but, you know, I, five and no but Older me looks back at it now and says, would you have said that to yourself? Like, would you have, would you have looked at yourself and said, just don't touch me? Like, in a cocky essence, like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. Just don't touch me. When the guys are really drunk... It kind of edged them on to hit me. So I guess I kind of started by saying that now that I look back. 
But I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? No, like now I learned from the experiences. I've never actually hit anybody since I've been hit. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been hit at a bar before by a bouncer, and uh, I, I didn't throw no punches back at him. I laughed at him. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's a different story. That has nothing to do with my nickname, but it's just my point is like some people. When they do that, like, oh, I beat a bunch of people up. Now they're going to go around and uh, yeah. fight people. Like, nah, bro. I wasn't, like, what it was no. about. It was, like, these dudes were – like, not to mention on top of that, this this was a fr- – I didn't know that. But it was a frat that was known to, known to go around campus for beating kids up. That's why they acted like they acted. And I whooped the whole fucking frat's <laughs> ass and they got kicked out. So it's like, yo, I told you. I fucking told you. How many tough guys? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit there and say, y'all, I'm going to beat the shit out of everybody. Like, they, no, it's not going to happen. Like, nah, anybody who. First of all, we're grown now. No, it's like, dude, no, it's like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> but hey, anybody want to have a hardcore pillow fight like I posted in Stoop Life? Let's go. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, that's bro. the long, that's the short version. That's the story, right, man. man since, Bobby all, since, since we are on BKO, though, what are your what are your goals for this second half of 2023 with BKO? What do you want to see your brand going? What do, where do you want to see it expanding? What what are you doing with BKO currently? Let these people know. So, I'm not gonna lie to you, I haven't been training people for a while, uh, mainly because COVID happened, bro. Like COVID happened, and it helped my business a lot. Like it did because I was able to communicate with a lot more people. I was able to get into a lot of contact with a lot of like-minded people. Uh, But at the same time, like at the end of COVID, it was like impossible to freaking like tell people that they were doing something wrong that you didn't tell them to do. You know what I mean? Like, so for example, like if I'd write a workout for people and then I'd I'd be like, you should get a diet too. Like, I'm not going to write you a diet, but this is how you should eat in these frames and because you can't you can't have a workout plan with no diet like a new not necessarily a diet but some type of nutritional foundation and i was giving people workout plans and they were eating cheese steaks every day and like oh your workouts suck i'm not getting my belly fat's not losing i'm like like you're eating like shit like like get on some steroids then maybe you'll learn I don't know, but uh, so I stopped training people a lot just because everybody became a know-it-all. So it's kind of it was making me fuck up and my like stuff. Uh, but now, now I'm trying to get back into it. Actually, uh, next month in June, we're starting a uh, steps challenge for BKO. Um, I wanna, I wanna get people moving. I wanna make them feel yes. like you know, right. like a lot of people think fitness is about going to the gym lifting heavy weights no bro it's about you just moving because uh we got a generation coming up right now that don't understand the fact that like you got to go outside you got to walk you yeah, know uh, we got a lot of people out there that have kids and they're like oh well uh i got kids i can't do nothing no that's just an excuse so what i want to do is i'm getting a step challenge basically i'm going to just have like yo you're you don't got to be 100 percent to the t with what you're walking but your phone tracks your fitness. If you have kids, you can go out and walk with your kids at the park. Whatever. You know, go out there, uh, throw football with them. That counts. That counts as steps. Uh, so I just want to get people moving. So my goal is to get people back into the motion and the, the habits of just 
moving around during the day. And then after we get that going, I want to start teaching teaching people the foundations of the importance of water and protein. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I want. I want to get more people in our society, in Stoop Life, in BKO, to understand how important it is to get water and protein. I don't want to make it sound hard because it's not really hard, but I want to teach them that because if they learn that, they're going to be able to function better and they're going to live a better lifestyle for longer. The generation below us, the obesity rate is going to go way down because we have common knowledge of that type of stuff. Uh, so yeah, my main goal for the next six months of the year is basically to just teach people that any type of movement is good movement as long as you keep doing it. You know, consistency with it. You don't got to go overload with it. You don't got to do that. Uh, if you want to ask me, oh, what's your client number you want? There, there's no, Anyone who tells you, oh, I need 30 clients, they're not caring about that client. You got to get the first one. You know, I got to focus on getting one client. You focus 100% on that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to get uh, a couple people that are very committed to wanting to change their lives for the better. And that are, are willing to accept a coach calling them the fuck out on their accountability. You know, because, like, that, that's something that we can't find right now. Because, like, I see Instagram people. You know, these guys will post uh, a workout. Um, and people will follow it because the dude's jacked. Like, that dude ain't, ain't – you not like, what if you can't do a certain workout that he puts in his plan? They don't contact you back. What if, you like, you have a question or you're not getting the results you want? They're not going to answer you. They just want your money. So I want to, I just want to kind of help people again. Like I, like when I first started BKO before COVID, that's what it was about. It was about helping people. It was about teaching people and it was about them learning from us and us learning from them. So I want to get my people back into that type of thing and, uh, you know, just start helping people little by little going there. Um, for the brand wise, I want to do more stuff like we're doing right here. Like show people like that we're real fucking people. But I don't want to do it the way people do it on Instagram. That's a big thing. Yeah. It's a huge thing. Exactly. Like we're real people. Like we go through shit all the time. Yeah, we're real just, people. Just because I don't exactly. show it all the time we're doesn't human. mean. But like the way I want to show that we are real people is by doing a podcast about certain things we have going on in our life and how we're yeah. fixing them. Not like we don't got to dig into the nitty gritty personal stuff, but like stuff that people deal with on a daily basis. Uh, because like I see people do that shit on Instagram and it's fake. Like they post a video of themselves crying. First of all, you probably did cry earlier that day. You might have. That's fine. That's normal. You got emotions. Shit happens. But the fact that you're you're videotaping it and posting it, now it's fake. Now you're redoing it because you think people are gonna be like, oh, I can relate. Nah, like that shit's fake. And then the people that follow them become fake. So I wanna I wanna get all the real motherfuckers with us and I wanna truck the fuck along. I want to finish this year and just have a goddamn force and just push forward. Same type of people. So, I mean, my, my goal ain't nothing about money. It's about building character in our circle. That's what, that's what my goal is, man. Same with Scoop. Same with Scoop, bro. Absolutely. Now, aside from your business, what are your personal goals? Like, what do, what do you want to accomplish? Not just, not just, you know, with BKO and Stoop, what do you want to accomplish as, I mean, as like, a man? Yeah, so, I mean, like, a lot, a lot of people, like, they try to tell you, oh, like, you should have this goal because they have that goal. You should do this because they do that. Paul, me, me and you talk to each other every day. We don't have 100% the same goals, but I will support the fuck out of you for everything you do, even though I don't want to do that. You know, like, you, you know, you got, you got kids. I don't want kids right now. 
I'm not saying I don't down the road, but that's not my. I don't really, you know. I still gotta. I gotta figure me out now. I I was in a dark place. I'm I'm yeah, just man. getting out of yeah, it now. Man, yeah. So uh, my personal goals. Are, some people laugh, but like I started doing it two years ago when I quit my job. I wanted to actually give myself more time for me and more time for the people I actually moved back up here for. So I like when I, I lived in Florida, bro. Everybody used to say, "Yo, why'd you move back from Florida?" And I was like. I brought it up earlier. I said it's the people, it's the environment. Yeah. So when I moved back up here, I didn't let that soak in. I didn't care. I was like, work, 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 and then I never saw anybody because I had to work because I was like, yo, if I don't make this, I can't do that. And then I never do anything because I fucking. And then shit happens, yeah. and you got no money anyway. So I quit the job, started doing my own job stuff with my brother. We do uh, auto body repair. So with that, I want to grow. I want to get a shop where we do uh, more uh, customer cars with that. I want to get a couple more dealerships to do that. That way, not only uh, my goal is not just to help me grow in that aspect, but to help him grow. And then uh, be able to help my friends who were in similar situations that I was. that hate their job. That want their own freedom. That can do what I did. Like, I was scared to quit my job because I made 1300 bucks a week. At first, I started making less money, and I was doing more. I was going on vacation. So it's like I want to teach people that they can do the same thing. It's, it's not about the way. It's not about the money you're bringing in. It's about how you spend it, how you allocate it. So I, I want to travel more. I'm already doing that. Uh, if, if you guys follow me on social media, then you know in the last two years since I quit my job, I've been to L.A., Arizona, Nevada twice. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Mexico twice. Mm -hmm. I've been to Cuba. I've been to Florida like eight times. Uh, upcoming this year, uh, which is good. We're going to Colorado. I'm going to Florida again. I'm going to uh, Key West. And I'm going to Bahamas. So I want to travel more. I want to see the world more. I want to, I want to go around Absolutely. more because uh, every time you travel somewhere, you see a new environment, you see new people, and you learn something from it. And you take something out of it. Um, a lot of people, they, they look at like around here. They go to the same bars the same days. They do the same things on the weekends. They don't they don't travel. It's like I don't want to go to, you know, chaps that I was at a hundred times. It's the same thing. I'm gonna save my money. I might be a loner up here, but I'd rather I'd rather not go drink at a bar up here than and drink at a bar in fucking in uh Mexico. You know what I mean? So like I want I wanna keep doing that. I wanna keep doing that, keep that mindset because the more I do it, the better my circle is. You know what I mean? The better my circle is. Like, I agree. I agree. Um, and and, and I, I just want to influence people to, you know, work work hard, work smart. If, if something bad happens in your life, look at the positive and keep pushing forward. Because, yes. you know, like, I've been too many times in my life when I let the negatives influence my actions. And I was scared to do things because of fear of failure. Now I welcome failure. You just gotta have you just gotta have the, the grit to keep going. I wanna teach people the that. Grit. I wanna keep teach people to follow that. And I want the people around me to keep influencing me to do that. You know, uh uh fitness wise, man, like I I just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I don't have any any aspirations to do a bodybuilding show. I don't have any aspirations to do a powerlifting show, but I wanna combine both of them and just be and feel the best I can every day. Like, you know, I go, I go to the gym and 
try to lift an extra rep. Try to take five seconds off your 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 rest time. Something, yeah. you know, something different. Little, little things you up. Yeah, because like like I said, like you can go to the gym and have a bad day. You can go to life and have yeah. a bad day. But the trick to make that bad day a good day is to understand that you're having a bad day and work to your benefits. So like if you go to the gym and let's say you're 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 your workout plan was, yo, I got to bench press fucking heavy. But you had a long day at work, you didn't eat enough, which happens, you didn't drink enough water, and you're like, yo, I'm weak. Instead of doing that heavy bench day, let's do fucking triple set drop sets, motherfucker. Let's, let's switch it up. Let's do less work in a, in a quicker period of time and get a different type of workout. Same thing with life, you know, like everything goes that way. So I just want to teach people that, focus on that, and that's, that's my fitness goal. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get swole. I gotta keep these shoulders. You know, I gotta, I gotta get a chest. I gotta do my push-ups in the sauna still. Because, yo, guys, listen. I told you this earlier. Like, you never know who you're inspiring to do something. There's people out there that, like, people like me that are like, oh, I'm a motivational guy. I don't just get that waking up like, all right. No, I follow people that motivate me. You know, think about that. Like, I follow yeah, people yeah. to motivate me, and then I take what I learn from them and I give it to my followers. And I want my followers to do that to people. Because, like, listen yes. today, like, if it wasn't for Andy Purcell, I wouldn't be on his podcast right now talking. I wouldn't have a fitness page right now. I would have never quit my job and I'd be miserable right now still. I would never have seen the Mexico. I would never went to California. I would never went to Arizona. No, no, I would never went. So it's like, I, I, I inspire from people that are successful in their lives that understand that you can't win every day, but you got to keep going. Um, like today, every day, guys. So day 16 of 75 hard, I, I came with it. I sit in the sauna for 15 minutes. Instead of sitting in the sauna, I do push-ups in the sauna. I do at least 150 push-ups a day every workout for 16 days now in the sauna after my workout. Today, I was like, yo. I'm coming on the podcast talking about myself. I got to go even harder. So I'm doing fucking 10 push-ups every 30 seconds. This this dude's in there. This older guy's in there. He's just looking at me. And I was like, yo, give me a set of 10, bro. And he was like, what? I was like, set of 10. Come on. And he looked at me like I was fucking nuts. And he was like, nah, I'm good. And then he was like, all right, I'll do them. He did 50 push-ups in the sauna because I said, you owe me 10. I don't know who the dude was. Never seen him in my life. I knew he was looking at me like I'm crazy. So I'm like, I'm going to make you fucking crazy too. <laughs> and it, like, if you can make people crazy in a good way, that's going to benefit themselves. What's wrong with it? You know, so that's my fitness goal is to inspire people to keep doing. Like, you don't got to fucking be a power lifter because you see people doing it. You don't got to be a bodybuilder. Just, just go and do what you like. Go do what works for you and keep doing that. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I want to teach people. That's my goal with fitness. You know, I guess it's not a selfish goal, but I mean, you, you got to build your, my, my, my fitness goal is to build myself the best I can be so I can influence other people to be the best that they can be. And I'm, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, so got a lot of work. Real simple. It's true, we all do, brother. One last one, though. Alrighty. This is the. Uh, I think this is what I, I'm dying to hear anyway. Um, uh, what? What are your plans for the student? With the student. Alright, so like, if anybody actually knows me by now, I'm very calculated. 
You got like I'm a planner. I never was either. That's the crazy part. I always just wink shit because we got that perfect memory, so we remember shit, right? Problem is like uh-huh. you for, you forget a lot of things. You forget to do this or that. Um, I mean, Stoop Life, bro. Like for those of you that don't know, the Stoop Life was started by Paul uh, during COVID, correct? Yes. To get local people talking about sports because sports are a way people can connect. They can relate. And you create a lot of good people in them, like fitness and sports go hand in hand. And that's why that's why I like the both. That's why we're combining them. Um, so my the plan is simple with Stoop, bro. Keep building on what you started, but we got to get back. My, my plan is to get back to why we started it and bring people back in onto the podcast, like Mike Pearson. Yes. His story was phenomenal. Let's reiterate. Let's talk about him again. Bring him back on. Stories like that, yeah. like people that we know that have crazy stories, that even don't have crazy stories, just have stories. Yeah, talk about it. Like, and, and show people that the Stoop Life is a brand. We're a community. We're not just about sports. Yeah. We're about people. There's a lot of these brands out there that promote sports that do this and that and they got they got no clue who half the people in the damn group is. I want I want our people to know each other. You know, so I want to get to know a lot of these guys. So yeah, so like we got we got the name, right? We got the shirt on the name. Yeah. We know what it stands for. It stands for community, stands for family, and stands for sports. Right? Yes. I wanna make people fucking look at this shirt. I say, I know them motherfuckers. Yo, they talk that talk. That's what it's about, right? I want them to understand that, like, we talk about sports, but we're real with it. We're real people that talk sports. We ain't on no damn ESPN. We ain't fake. And uh, I want to to grow it that way. Kind of the same thing as BKO. I want to grow it. I want to get our debates going real hard. I'm not even lying. I want want a lot of debates. Like, I understand it's very hard to do debates because people are in here, but I want to show people, like, yo, you don't even gotta be on camera for it. it's like a it's like a, a a lunch table conversation. Like, just come on. You, you just send a hundred messages about this shit in the chat. Come talking, and then like face to face. Come do a face to face. Yeah, like do a face to face. Nobody cares if you this win or lose. Face. There's really yeah. in, in reality. There's no winner or loser. Like you're both winners because they do it. And, like, people don't, like, understand this. Like, like I said, like, when I first, you guys, when you get off this podcast, go back and listen to Power of Fitness episode one, two, three. Listen to how bad I was, how lack of confidence I have and now see. Not only am I better on camera, I'm better at talking to people. My communication skills in life are better. I'm able to do a lot of things better just because I wasn't scared to look like shit on camera. So I want people to do that. Yeah, I want people to learn that. Yeah. Let's do, bro. Yeah. So yeah, grow, grow up, get more stories, show spotlight more people, and uh, show what our community Absolutely. is. That's about it, bro. I mean, a lot to it. A lot going on. Obviously, we want to get some T-shirts out there, but I want to make sure the people that actually wear our shirts represent what yeah. we stand for on all ends. Absolutely. You know, I had Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas, the you know the guy I love. The, yeah. The, um, the inspirational speaker. Yes. He said he, he turned down an offer for a million dollars to do his, do something, and he was like, "His manager, why do you, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to um, turn down being able to sell another million bucks, uh, to make a million bucks?" And 
He goes, I don't need another people. I don't need another million people, you know, following me. I don't need another million people um, picking up my, my books. Like, I don't need that. He's like, I need the right people to do that. The exactly. people who follow me are the right people. And that's what we're trying to do. It's true because, like, when I, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, we had a little gap where, like, we were trying to do too much. We are trying to do a lot of stuff. And then people don't, yeah, we people don't share your shit, this and that. It gets a little, it gets a little annoying. Because, like, yeah. we share shit and that. And, like, in the beginning, I didn't care. Like, I generally used to share people's stuff on Instagram because I loved what they did, and they inspired me. Yeah. And then it kind of, like, you kind of get into that 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 uh, co- post-COVID where it's like, oh, wow, like, you should do the same. And it don't have to work like that. It don't have to work like that. And I want to get back to that where we're, we're like, yo, we're sharing people's stuff just to share it because they're good people. They got good things going on. Um, like, when I, when I started BKO and I started my shirts – I used to decline people to buy my stuff because I was like, dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> like you're net, you're never like you're in the gym, you're half-assing the shit. Like, I, like I'm good, bro. And I told the guy that, and I, hey, I, I don't know where he went. I never heard from him again. And I was like, why do you like, why do you support someone if like you're like you're not really supporting that person? Like they weren't really supporting me. They just knew I had a lot of people that followed me, and they thought they could get business off it. So I want to, I want to just uh, do that, bro. Like you said, get the right people. But um, that's the story for Mr. BKO. There's a lot more to him, though, y'all. He just he he took a letter on you. He wanted to see a different side of him. There's a lot more to him. Trust me. Yeah, if you guys want to listen to a different side, go back and listen to uh, Power of Fitness. Uh, episode one and two, we broke it down a little bit about m- more of the story about like why we'll we started. That link. We're gonna drop that link yeah, we'll in, in bio. Well, yeah, I mean that was fun. A little while, a while there, there. Uh, but uh, I, I saw you a little emotional for a second. I was like, I should write the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's the problem, bro. Like, yo, our society tells like you're a man, you can't get emotions. Like, what do you fucking yeah, mean? I mean, you're a man. Like, we're human. Yeah, like fuck up, bro. Like, nah, like, we're human. Trust me. I, I mean, it's like, nah, like, we family. <laughs> yeah, we family. Yeah, nah. Uh, but nah, that was fun. Uh, guys, we're going to be doing more episodes like this where we're going to talk about not not necessarily our stories or anything, but like shit going on that we see, that we want to relate, that we know a lot of people might be dealing with. It's something I do yeah. on uh, um, um, Power Fitness. I'll hop on. I'll do like a motivational episode. Tell you guys like relate something that has to do with fitness or sports and relate it to your life. And we're we're gonna start doing a lot of those on Tuesdays when we can. And then on Thursdays, that that's sports talk. We'll be talking sports talk on Thursdays. And then uh, solo episodes are gonna be a combination of both mostly sports for Stoop Life and BKO is gonna be the fitness content. So make sure you guys tune in for all of that. We're going to be live a lot. So uh, tune in. Tune in. Uh, and follow us on YouTube. And this is the last Facebook Live episode. Yeah, the so last. we can't do Facebook, man. Because uh, one reason why we stopped doing them is because we kept doing them. And they kept blocking my my post. And they kept blocking us and banning us. We couldn't do it. And I'm yeah. like, why do we got to do it on Facebook, though? YouTube ain't going to ban us. So let's just do it on YouTube. Uh, we, we could share our YouTube link to you guys in the yeah. group. But you will not see another live video in here unless it's That's a special sure. occasion. Unless it's a special occasion. Maybe a debate. Maybe a debate. Maybe a debate. Yeah, probably. Otherwise, I mean, catch us on Instagram. 
Catches on YouTube and uh, catches on TikTok as well. Yeah. So. Well, yo, Paul, that was fun. Thanks for the questions, yeah, man. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, now, uh, <laughs> hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope you guys learned a little bit about uh, uh, something about me, about Paul, about us, and uh, something about yourself as well. You know? Yeah. That's what it's all about. So uh, thanks again. We love you guys. We appreciate all of you. And uh, I ain't got nothing else unless you do. Hey, that was the rise and not the fall ever of Mr. BKO himself, y'all. Appreciate yeah, y'all for listening, viewing, dropping some comments, talking some shit. Typical. Thank y'all, man. <laughs> hey, right, Bobby, yeah. I'll catch you again. All right, peace <laughs> out, everybody. All right, brother. See you.